guys, welcome back to Coffee with Chris. I wanted to talk with you guys today about habits. Um, speaking of which, I'm really trying to break that habit of saying, um, it drives me wild sometimes when I listen to my podcast back and just in general, the amount of times that I say that word. So I'm going to do my best this podcast to try to avoid that, but we will see. <laughs> we'll see how successful I am. I want to talk about habits. The biggest reason that someone is either successful in their fitness journey or not is really comes down to what they're doing on a day-to-day basis. One salad is not going to, you know, give you abs. Same as one workout is not going to make you lose 10 pounds. Same as one piece of cake isn't going to make you fat. Same as having one Coca-Cola is not going to make you fat. Same with drinking one cup of coffee is not going to, you know, blow your adrenals out because of the caffeine. It's never the one thing. It's a buildup of your day-to-day habits. And many people know this. Many people understand, okay, well, habits are hard to beat, right? Habits, it's like kicking a habit of smoking if you've ever smoked. Unfortunately, I was a smoker for years when I was young and not as intelligent. I would smoke and breaking a habit can be very hard. With food, I feel like food and drinking, there are habits in your life that are just not conducive to your goals. And I think that's the number one thing. If you're listening to this podcast or you follow me, obviously I'm in the fitness space and I help people lose weight. I help people gain muscle. I help women beat the cycle of yo-yo dieting. That's where I'm in. So I'm assuming if you're listening to this podcast, you're interested in one of those areas. Chances are maybe you may or may not have had success. And what I say is success is if you have done an eight-week challenge, you lost weight, but then you yo-yoed back into your old habits and now you gained all that weight back and then some, that was not a successful challenge. Even though you lost weight in that challenge, the challenge itself was not successful because at the end of the day, yo-yo dieting is, is where people are stuck. And that means that there's a disconnect you, may, you obviously found a way to lose weight, right? You probably changed the way you ate and you changed the way that you moved. That's why you lost weight. You did things differently. So how do you get the habits that you get for maybe from a quick challenge into your day-to-day life so that you can sustain those results, so you can keep those results, so that you don't have to continue dieting? At the end of the day, I'm going to go on record to say this, diets are not good, right? Diets are not, they don't work. Diets do not work, right? Because at the end of the day, it's just that. As long as you're on that diet, you may see success. But if you go off of that diet or try something new, you gain all the weight back, that that diet is not successful. You wasted your time. What we have to do is learn how to implement changes into our life in order to have longevity as far as our results, you want them sustainable. You want them maintainable. You don't want to have to diet every day of your life. That's where diet, you know, hashtag diet, not, or lifestyle, not diet. I said it completely backwards. Lifestyle, not a diet. Because again, your diet should be how you eat. Your diet should just like, my diet doesn't change. I'm not on a diet. My diet is what I eat. And that's how you should look at yours. Um, so what, oh, dang it. I did so good. I think, what did we get? We got freaking three minutes and 46 seconds in before I said that word. All right. I'm making little tick marks. Anyways, there was a um, research done, I believe, at Oxford. And basically they were looking into the brains of like babies, newborn babies. And 
apparently newborn babies, the brains, um, actually have more neurons. More. Isn't that crazy? So an average adult had significantly less neurons than an average newborn. And it's like, okay, well, why then are adults smarter? Like a baby can't do anything. It just sits there and drools. So how are their brains um, have more neurons? You know, that doesn't make any sense. And so there's actually something you can look up if you're interested in brains, which they interest the heck out of me. Um, It's called synaptic pruning. Basically, if there's a skill, let's just say you look at a piano player, um, they do something very consistently on a daily basis. Therefore, their brains are going to be strengthening that connection. Those connections are going to be strong because they do it every single day. They've been playing the piano. Um, and as your brain builds stronger and faster connections between these neurons, you can basically develop a skill. And that's 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 how skills are developed, right? And it comes with repetition and it comes with your brain actually helping you helping you out. You don't it's developing a skill is, 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 is a skill in itself. Right. Um, so if you look at someone who doesn't play the piano, for example, those neurons are not going to be strong. Therefore your brain will actually start pruning away unnecessary, uh, essentially neurons. And they're going to, you know, allocate energy towards building the stronger connections for other things that you're doing on a daily basis. Even your life skills. It's not like you can dictate what you know, you can't dictate to your brain what neurons to focus on. It's it, it happens because of your daily habits. So obviously as a baby, you're you're just kind of primed for learning a bunch of new things. And, you know, as you learn to walk and crawl, you know, certain synapses are becoming stronger while certain others are becoming, you know, basically pruned. Um Oh, there it is again. Obviously, my uh, synapses connection between saying the word um is very strong. I need a drink of coffee. Hold on. Okay. So now we know that obviously there is something going on in our brains. How can we take our day-to-day actions and form new habits? Because at the end of the day, you can say you're going to do something. And obviously we do that when we start something new, I'm going to eat more fruit. So you buy a bag of apples and you leave them in your refrigerator and then they rot and you throw them away. And you're like, well, that didn't work. So I'm not going to buy apples anymore you know, until the next time you get a a whim and you're like, you know what, I'm going to eat healthier. So I'm going to buy a bag of spinach. Again, you leave it in your drawer and in the, in the refrigerator, it rots. You throw it away. I think there's so many of us that, that buy things like that to start a new diet or to start a new habit. And it doesn't come to fruition. It doesn't happen. That synapsis isn't strong enough, right? So habit pairing, is something that you can implement in your life. And the difference between people who are going to change and the people that are going to stay the same, are you going to implement this? You can read and listen to podcasts and books and and, and follow successful people on Instagram that have done what you're trying to do. But at the end of the day, you reading this information, you listening to this information is not going to change you. You have to change you. So I can give you some of these tips and I, 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 encourage you to actually physically take a pen and a piece of paper, whether it's later tonight or whenever, physically do this. Because if you sit down and physically write this out, I guarantee you, you will be immensely more successful than the person that just, again, relies on their current habit. You probably don't have a habit of writing things down 
that you want to change about your life or when you read a book and you come across something that you want to maybe remember or make a change, you might make a little note in your phone. I take screenshots, but you know how many I have 60,000 screenshots on my phone of information that I probably just should have written down on a piece of paper, used 10 seconds out of my life to go get a piece of paper and a notepad and write it down. There is something special about writing something down. So I would recommend getting a piece of paper, writing down your daily habits. And I'm talking about the most, the most simple habits that you probably take for granted that your brain has very strong connections about because you do it every single day. That could look like waking up and going to the kitchen, getting coffee. The first thing you do, wake up and you go get your coffee, right? Maybe it's brushing your teeth. Maybe the first thing you do when you get out of bed is you go brush your teeth. Maybe you're a mom. Maybe the first thing you do is you go check on your kids. Maybe you have a puppy. The first thing you do, you don't even, you don't, you're still in your pajamas and you take your dog out so they can go to the bathroom. There are so many day-to-day habits that we take for granted that we just do. That's, that's the whole idea, right? And there's a brain function happening to strengthen and, and like solidifying these habits in your day-to-day life. You know, think of, think of a habit that you, that you try to instill and, and it doesn't last very long. It's probably because you just on a whim wanted to do it. And there's really no cycle. Once the the fun or the newness ends, which is usually about a week to two weeks, that's why most people's New Year's resolutions don't last for what, 14 days. That's the average. That's awful. But it's because once that newness wears off, you just go back to your old habits. Your, your body is pretty smart. And so if you write down your habits again, each and every single one, you can start to pair things that you want to change with your existing habits. And eventually the goal and idea, eventually you may even change your habit altogether, especially if you pair a habit that you want to learn that you know will serve a purpose in your life that you want to change about yourself with a habit that you currently have that is not serving you with a habit that you currently have that is not doing you any good. If you pair them together, eventually they're going to become almost one habit and one may end up replacing the other. Hopefully the habit that serves you better, the idea there is that that habit will replace the bad habit. So I want to go over uh, maybe what this looks like. Write down the habits that you then want, right? For example, my biggest habit was I would wake up and make coffee. That's like the first thing that I want to do is I want a cup of coffee in the morning. Well, guess what that habit turned into? That habit turned into me drinking coffee until two or three in the afternoon. I've drinking no water and I haven't eaten anything. And my goals for weight loss and fitness require, and if your goals are weight loss and fitness, you should not be doing that. That is not a goal that will get you to where you want to be. You shouldn't be fasting until two to three in the, in the afternoon You shouldn't be not drinking water. Where's your protein? Now you're going to have to shovel in, you know, X amount of protein in a short amount of time. It's not conducive to your goal. So that habit I need to pair. I'm going to say I'm going to pair that with drinking water because that is really the downfall there because I can eat and drink coffee, right? But coffee kind of replaces water. So what you can do is put your coffee out, right? At night, I take And I tell all of my clients this that struggle with water, take a cup of water, a big cup of water. I'm talking like 20 to 30 ounces by your coffee pot. So when you wake up that morning, you see it's right there. 
the water is right there and it triggers that cue of, oh, I ha- I'm going to have to drink this. So you drink your water and then you have coffee. And I tell myself that I said, I'm not making coffee until this water is done. Well, obviously I want my coffee. You know, there, there's uh, studies done about habits and it's like the cue, the craving, the response and the reward. Well, the cue I will go, I go into the kitchen, right? You're craving. I want coffee. My response is I make coffee. My reward is I get coffee. Well, that cue now is, well, my reward is coffee. I want coffee, but I also need to drink this water and it's right here. So you drink the water. You don't have to do anything. The water's already there. You drink the water, boom, you're done. Another way to maybe do this is put, if you have coffee grounds that you use, put your coffee grounds where your water cups are. So now you have to open up your cabinet. You see the water cups and you're like, oh, crud, I got to drink water. So you go drink 20 to 30 ounces of water before you make your coffee. There's a perfect habit pairing that will get you drinking more water because you know you're going to drink coffee. That is a habit. Your brain's my brain synapses for making coffee. I could, I could be dead and I probably would still wake up and go make coffee. You know what I mean? That's how strong that connection is. And it is for a lot of people. Make that habit connection, make that pairing. Um, it's a little different from habit stacking. If you look at habit stacking, it's like you're stacking one habit with another. Um, for example, it's, you know, after I put my, or after I finish eating dinner, I'll put my plate into the dishwasher. So the old habit, you're eating dinner, the new habit place plate in dishwasher. That's like stacking, right? Um, you can absolutely do that. But again, I find pairing sometimes can be better because you're, you're leaving the other one is to, not chance, but to your will, well, okay, well, after I have coffee, then I'll drink water. No, that for a lot of people, you're going to drink your coffee and then your habit will kick in and now it's two to three, right? So pairing is a little bit better. It's almost like you can have your reward after. Um, obviously, you can't put your plate in the dishwasher before you eat your food. That makes no sense. But um, for the context of what we're talking about, the pairing sometimes works a little bit better. Um, another one is um, maybe you take your dog out right away in the morning and you just let him go to the bathroom, but then you come right back in. Maybe instead of that, you should put your walking shoes next to the leash. And then when you, you automatically are going to go get the leash, instead of wearing your flops or your Uggs or whatever you got on for your nighttime shoes, put on your walking shoes and said, take your dog for a 15 minute walk, let him do his thing, but then go for a walk. And by having your shoes there, it'll trigger the cue. Oh, I got to take my my dog for, you know, to go potty. But also I'm going to go for a little bit of a walk. I'm sure your dog would enjoy that. <laughs> Another one that I implemented in my life. Um, it doesn't really count when I'm watching like TV with my husband. If we have like a date night and we want to watch a movie. I'm not talking about this, but I'm talking about like if I just want to binge on a show. I pair it with walking on the treadmill. Okay, if you want to watch your show, and this is kind of more probably half a stacking, but if you want to watch your show, um, that's fine, but you have to do it on the treadmill. And that's a way that I can pair a habit of binge watching Netflix, which is no good for anybody, and walking on the treadmill. So it's, it's really simple, right, to put a cup of water next to your coffee machine. It's really simple to put your alarm across the room and next to your alarm, you put your your workout clothes to get ready for the next day. It's really simple to put your fruit next to your cookie jar. There are certain habits that you can pair. At the end of the day, we have learned in this podcast that habit and skill building 
it's an actual, it's a biological change that happens in your body, right? This isn't just your, your, um, your, your will to do something is weak. Cause at the end of the day, our emotions take over. And if we're relying on emotions and our feelings to make constant change in our life, we're going to fail. Because if you think about what your current day-to-day life looks like, you wake up, you drink coffee until two, and then you eat, you probably grab something on the way from, you know, the way home from work because you're busy. You know, maybe you heat heat up leftover pizza, you know, come home and have a stop open a few beers binge watch Netflix and go to bed. Your days are most likely, in fact, they are not most likely, they're driven by your habits. And if you look at someone who's successful, their habits are immensely different than yours and they're very active about their habits. Successful people don't just wing it. They don't just say, oh, well, we'll see what happens tomorrow. Especially when it comes to fitness, if you wanna take a hold of your health and be a healthier person, you're not going to be putting that up to chance because your current habits got you where you are today. So why would you rely on those current habits, those current like biological skill synapses that are already very hardwired in your brain? Why are you relying on that? It's only going to get you the same results over and over and over. And you talking yourself out of it is not going to work. You saying, oh, I'll do better tomorrow is not going to work. You have to actively, actively make changes in your day to day habits. It's the tiny ones. It's as simple as putting a water cup next to your coffee pot. That's a very tiny habit. Most people are like, well, how is that going to help me? I guarantee you, if you can learn to change one habit, one habit, you are going to do immense things for your self-confidence of, wow, I did that. I didn't, I actually changed something. I did it. Because again, most people are like, well, I'm going to drink more water. But then again, they don't do anything to change it. They just rely on their old ways. And again, now it's two or three and they've drinking nothing. Habits are your key to success. And the best thing that you could do is sit down and take some time and get a pen and a paper out and write down all of your daily habits. And especially maybe even take a highlighter and then highlight the ones that are not going to get you to where you want to be. You want to lose 20 pounds and you want to keep it off and you don't want to deal with yo-yo dieting anymore. What does someone who accomplishes that, what do they look like? What do they do? What are their daily habits? I guarantee you they're drinking a lot of water during the day. I guarantee you they're, they're eating a lot of protein during the day. They're watching what they eat. They don't eat out. They don't drink frappuccinos from Starbucks. They don't wake up late so they don't have time to make breakfast. Find the person who you want to be as far as, and not find them, write it down. Who do you want to be? What do you want in life? And this could, this could go really for anything. This is habit for anything. You know, something, something that I changed is, um, kind of, a again, with habits, it can kind of help sometimes to do like a reward system. For me, I wanted to start reading my Bible more and instead, my, a habit that I hate, I'll sometimes wake up and I'll get on my phone and I'll scroll through Instagram. And I don't like that. I want to either be spending time with Jesus or myself or in a book or doing something productive before I scroll through Instagram. So what did I do? I actually, the fun fact, I have two phones. One is my Instagram phone. And if you don't have one, two phones, get a real alarm clock. So you're not relying on your phone as an alarm clock and put your phone on a charger in a different room. 
You don't need it at night. You're sleeping. And then put your Bible or your book or your journal or whatever you're trying to do in the morning differently. Put that on your nightstand. That way you wake up, you turn over, you grab your Bible, you grab your book, bam. And if you can figure out what you want to change about yourself and then find an existing habit that does not serve you and either replace and or pair it with a habit that does serve you, you will see your life change in so many ways. And again, you can start very small. It doesn't need to be huge. But just just know that it will require an action because there is actually a biological change going on in your brain to replace a habit with a new one. You cannot rely on, oh, well, I'm just going to try or I'm going to do it or I'll start Monday or I'm going to buy a bunch of healthy food and shove it in my fridge and I, hopefully I'll eat it. It does not work like that. And that's why so many people fail is because it's your day-to-day tiny actions. It's not the one salad. It's not the one week. It's not the one piece of cake. It's never just the one thing. It's a combination of so many things and the comp like it compiles, right? Your day-to-day actions compile. What you've done day-to-day your last 10 years is why you're where you're at now. The choices you made, the habits you have, that's, that's what's putting you in the spot that you're in now. And the cool thing is, is in 10 years, you could be in, not even 10 years, in, in six months, if you implement some of this, You can be where you want to be. In fact, you can surpass where you want to be. You don't have to stay the same. You don't have to be this person who diets and fails and then diets and fails and hops on whatever trend is on Instagram and just hate it because you are so uncomfortable with what you see in the mirror. You're so uncomfortable with always feeling like a failure because nothing works because you can't stick to a diet. It doesn't have to be that way. But I promise it's not the specific diet that is causing you to stumble. It's not... It's not, it's you trying to overhaul your life overnight without understanding the biological factors that actually do come into play. So I promise you, if you work on some of these things I told you, actually take a piece of pen and paper out and every single day you work on it. And remember, change is a skill. You, this is a skill that you're building. So you want to learn Spanish? You're not going to learn overnight. You're probably not going to even learn it in four weeks, in one month. How long do you think it's going to take you to become fluent? It's a skill. It's developed. So remember that. This isn't an overnight thing. You may stumble. You may fall. Understand that. But make it fun. Be creative. Make this a challenge for yourself. And I promise you that if you if you work on this, you can really implement any change that you want into your life. And if you want more information on it, there's a there's this is a psychological habit that has been around. I mean, so many people talk about it. And it's something that I'm learning as I'm going through um my behavior change class with NASM. This isn't something that I just came up with. This is this has been studied, this has been proven and it's fascinating. But do yourself a favor, don't just read about it. Don't just listen to this podcast. Do it. You have That is the key to success. You can read all the books you want. Like I said, the self-help books, they're great. Podcasts are great. I've, list, I've learned so much through, through certain podcasts and reading books, but it does nothing for you if you don't implement the change. And this is a very easy change to implement. It takes two seconds to lay a cup of water every night before bed or to put your coffee next to your water cups. 
or to put your shoes or to make little rules for yourself. Okay, you want to watch your TV? Well, then you have to do it for a walk. It's easy to do these things. You just have to do them. And if you can pair it with an existing habit, an existing trigger and a cue that you're already doing, that is where that that key really comes in. So I hope you found this helpful. I hope that this provided some sort of insight. If there's someone that you think that this might help, um, I appreciate you guys when you share, when you engage with me, comment on my stuff, like talk to me. I love hearing from you guys. Um, There's a lot of you that listen that are in my DMs and it's fun chatting with you guys and listening to um, your stories and your journeys and the questions that you have. Um, At the end of the day, I'm here to help you. This podcast is here to help you. And so if there's ever anything that you have questions on or you want to hear about, Um, I love hearing from you guys, but um, until next time, I hope everyone stays sane in this crazy world and remember that your dreams and your goals are way more attainable than you think.